A protester was fighting climate change, so I got sweet revenge. But I can explain. I love destroying the planet. That is the explanation. Yeah, I'm trying to pour oil into the children's drinking water. <laughs> And acid. You know, I, I think it really builds character when you ha- when you when have you're to tripping live. on acid and yeah. your lungs are full of oil. Kids are so soft these days. Yeah, they're dude. so soft. It's it, it's about building up their character and their immune systems and their lung capacity for oil. You're welcome, children of the world. You're OP welcome. is a hero. <laughs> This was a story from an overseas neighbor of mine. We met many years ago on IRC, an online chat. Both of us being computer nerds, Linux geeks at the time, and then things somehow clicked. We stayed in touch, and over time, our contact got much broader than just about Linux software. Hmm, how broad? We're how broad? Soon, we talked about more personal stuff. Heck, last year, we even video chatted, which was weird, because even though we had known each other for many years, it was the first time getting to actually see each other. Winky face. Wait, is there actually a winky face? Mm-hmm. Oh, so there's like some chemistry right here. Put ICU in the comments if you see what's going on in these two mm-hmm. lovebird nerds. hear and feel and smell these Ooh. pheromones. Oh, God. My friend also discovered Reddit and wanted this story out there. So he asked me if I was willing to write it, and I figured, why not? The point being, I have no reason to doubt this story. Okay, so we got a true story on our hands. The background. My friend runs his own private company, even has a few people on the payroll. And during the day of the incident, he had an important meeting with a potential customer of theirs. He and several other companies got invited to see what they could offer the client. And that day, one of them would be picked for the job at hand and thus gain a very lucrative contract. Okay, so money's on the table. Mm -hmm. Are you uh, making a podcast and looking for... The best podcasters in the game to make... That's us. Mm. Unfortunately, my friend got stuck in traffic due to climate activists and thus missed his meeting and his only chance... No way. ...on securing this contract worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. I did see this video online of this dude who was late for his parole hearing and there was climate activists like blocking the way. He's like, I will go to jail if you don't let me through. And they're like, no. The climate waits for no one. (laughs) What about the frogs? No one waited for the frogs. They just died and became gay. That's an Alex Jones reference, by the way. That is true. Yeah, yeah, just not a pro Alex Jones reference, by the way. Loves Alex Jones. It's a deep Alex Jones cut that you would only get if you watch Alex Jones every day. That's you know, I'm I'm a big Jones head. That's what they call us, John, about Sandy Hook. Let's just say that. (laughs) We'll leave it there. I'm kidding, by the way. Yes, to to be be clear, clear. (laughs) Sam is kidding. Needless to say that my friend was pissed off tremendously. Even though things were going pretty well for his company, there's still the issue of a recession going on. So yeah, within context, this was still a major setback for them. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. The big deal. Big bag. He tried bucket of money. Oh, shout out to our last story. Yeah, shout out to last story. <laughs> bucket lady bucket feels lady like she has no strikes again. I mean, in she this has... story. She transcends the story. Yes, that's right. She is all space and time. The protesters, bucket lady. Bucket lady. She found a new cause. See, at least she could put her craziness to use. Exactly. Do some good yeah, in the do world. Do something for at least for the climate. Come you know? on. Yeah. He tried to contact the police to see if he could somehow file a report or protest against the actions, but that turned out to be fruitless. Which low-key, like, you can't. what are you going to do? You're like, do come anything. on, that's a, that's a little bit much. 
That evening, he decided to watch the news to learn more about these, quote, bloody eco-terrorists. Eco-terrorists. <laughs> man, <laughs> man, my man's going in. He is salty. Eco-terrorists. That's crazy. He is saltier than the ocean's about to be when we lose all the water. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the water is probably going to be less salty because the polar ice caps will melt and there will be more fresh water in the ocean. This was, by the way, also while he had one too many beers. That's when it happened. He recognized one of the roadblockers, a guy who lived in the same neighborhood two streets over. Oh, he's going for blood. Oh, it's over. At first, he figured he'd go pay the man a visit to discuss the errors of his ways, but that got immediately shut down by his wife. But he was still seething and scheming. The plot thickens. The next day, he made sure to print out the picture he had of the guy being involved with the road blocking, and went to visit the guy's neighbors. Sure enough, they confirmed that the guy on the picture was most definitely the neighbor. This is like a stakeout operation know, over here. Yeah. Like, while he pretty much kept to himself, he was known to be pretty insufferable at times, especially when Mr. Entitled was too sure about being right for his own good. Public parking? Nah. Of course the parking space in front of his house is his own and thus should be kept empty. Stuff like that. But the neighbors all agreed that this blocking of traffic was beyond entitled. They should teach him a lesson he wouldn't soon forget. And the next door neighbor, now part of the group, if we could only block him for a change. Okay, so I see the seeds of the idea being planted. Put ICU in the comments. Eye for an eye, ICU. Mm-hmm. Another neighbor soon had a brilliant idea. They could, but... It wouldn't be free, and the next-door neighbor would also be somewhat inconvenienced. He didn't care about that at all, and thus the plan was set into motion. The revenge. See, this particular neighbor had a cousin working for a big construction company. So the group pooled money together, the neighbor contacted his cousin and explained what was going on, and they hired an industrial dumpster for 48 hours. After the cousin learned about the whole story, he talked things through with his boss, and lo and behold, this company also suffered from the protests, so they were quite motivated to help. I'm very curious to get you guys' take, but this this one is kind of on the fence because they seem to be going a little OD on this guy doing a... He's he's trying to help the environment. You know, it wasn't like he, like through paint on people yeah, or you yeah. know like they just they stop the traffic it is off i don't know a, a, a discussion for the story supports the eco-terrorists ah! the group of neighbors wouldn't be exclusively charged only the involved costs minus a very small fee due to taxes a free priority delivery that very same afternoon sure enough a huge deep loader made its way into the street After contacting more neighbors, no one had any problems with moving their cars out of the way, and the dumpster slash container was placed only a meter or so to spare, precisely in front of the neighbor's house. (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. Right at the front door, which opens towards the inside. This man is going to open his door and face a dumpster. Hey, he caused it. He caused it. Why did you try to defend Mother Earth? You want to clean trash up? We will deliver trash yeah, we'll to, your door to your door. In other words, it was sort of possible to enter and leave the house on your own if you squeeze through a bit, but that was basically it. This, this can't be legal, can it? No. You can't no. just drop a dumpster on someone's front lawn. This is the UK, I believe, yeah, also. Maybe, maybe you can in the UK. <laughs> maybe it is legal there. This uh, is why America rebelled, because everyone was just putting dumpsters in front of their Just throwing houses. trash yeah. to and fro. 
The sidewalk was pretty much completely blocked off. This also blocked the front view of the next door neighbor, but he obviously couldn't care less, though his wife did protest a bit. Winky face. And then the group went across the street. They grabbed several folding chairs, a table, and sat down with plenty of beers and soda that were brought. To watch this guy's misery? This is kind of crazy. I'm getting less and less on board with this. Yeah, you know? I know. Like, this is too much. The group had themselves a small party in anticipation of what would come next. You can't block me. That's illegal. As expected, later that afternoon, the neighbor got home wearing a huge backpack, and he was not happy to see this container in front of his house. As no one would be. When he spotted the group laughing at him, he went over there and was told that the company made a small mistake with the size of the container, but that he shouldn't worry. At least he could get inside this house still. Oh, my God. Then the neighbor started protesting, as he does so well, apparently, and said, you can't block me. That's illegal. To which the group brought out pictures of him blocking traffic. That's different, he said. Of course it was. So the guy called the police. Of course he would. But you know what the problem is if you contact the police almost every week to complain about non-issues, such as a car parking fully legally in front of your house on a public street. We have a boy who cried wolf situation. It seems they'll lose their motivation to come out and help you or believe you because no police showed up that day despite him calling several times. Wow. Dang. Seething angry, the guy stormed inside. Well, he tried to because he managed to get his backpack stuck between the house and the container, which obviously caused much cheering and laughing from the group. I feel so bad for this dude. These guys are kind of cruel. But Mr. Entitled did manage to get in after he took off his backpack the next day. This is hearsay. It was something my friend was told about, but didn't see for himself. The next day, the next door neighbor, the one living next to Mr. Entitled, got a visit from two police officers who had questions about the container. The neighbor briefly explained the bogus story about how the company shipped the wrong size container and how they would resolve the matter soon. You know what would be super crazy is if this completely backfired and they, the whole neighborhood was charged for like conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, that would be great. Yeah, it's just like they all are taken to court by this guy. And then then they have to get another piece of revenge on Mr. Entitled. (laughs) He also told the police officers that the neighbor across the street had handled the actual rental. So he and one of the officers went to visit that neighbor. This is the one with the cousin who actually arranged the whole dumpster situation. This neighbor told the officers that he and they had rented the container for 48 hours and showed them the papers for it. However, he kept official documents together with the photo of the neighbor. So when the police officer had looked at the receipt, he looked at the picture and suddenly, too, he recognized the entitled neighbor. Now, this is a convo between the officer and the guy who ordered the dumpster. Wait a second. This isn't your neighbor? The officer asked, to which they nodded. So you guys blocked a traffic blocker. The officer asked and burst out in laughter for a brief moment, but soon corrected himself. Just so we're clear, can you guys guarantee that this thing is gone tomorrow? He asked with a stern voice, to which we both said, yes. Okay. That'll do for now, but don't make us come back. And then the officer went back to his colleague. So the officer is like, you did a good job, dude. You did a good job. Wow. Mr. Entitled, we know all we need here. We're going back to the station to file a report about this. We'll also contact the company, which this container belongs to, and we'll tell them to remove this as soon as possible. The officer told Entitled Neighbor, I'm sure that we'll have it all cleared up by tomorrow. 
and they left. Mr. Entitled did call the police a few more times that day, but apparently it was told that the complaint was being processed. Mr. Entitled also didn't get any mail or packages that day because the moment the mailman walked up to his house, he did look at the door, but just decided to walk past. <laughs> the next day, the construction company sent the deep loader again to pick up the dumpster, and that was the end of the story. Sort of. The pickup didn't go entirely smoothly because our neighbor refused to move his car for 10 to 15 minutes because... When I'll park it, this moron is probably going to scold me as usual, he told the driver of the deep loader, with Mr. Entitled present, who he saw red with anger, but couldn't really do much. But eventually, the container got removed. The two police officers came back later that day to check and also told both neighbors that they got an official warning not to pull something like this again, and that was the end of the story. Mr. Entitled was now officially known as Mr. Hypocrite in the neighborhood, and people started to openly mock him about his action. Dude, this guy can't catch a break. We can't, we can't live out but here. But I mean, he doesn't deserve a break, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I do feel bad that he's like trying to help the environment and getting all of this flack, but... I think, I think there's something here. The guy eventually moved several months later because people just didn't like him, him anymore. Wow. I mean, a speed run to make everyone in the world hate you is be Truly. an eco-terrorist. Truly. Okay, so let's break it down here. So I, everything other than the protest, I give the neighbors a lot more like validity yeah. to doing what they did. Being as annoying as he was, although like all the stuff they mentioned didn't seem crazy. Crazy. No, like it. I think their reaction was maybe a little outsized. Yeah, but it might be that we're just not getting the magnitude of how many times he did little things, because if if the police officers hate yes. you, all of the neighbors hate you, the mailman hates you like you're doing something like you're doing something very consistently that everyone hates. OP, no, OP has only what he's seen and heard. But what about all the other times, yeah. all the other neighbors he doesn't There's talk to? There's no way you've united the whole neighborhood and this guy isn't doing annoying shit every single day. So this leads me to the big question of this story. Were OP and the neighbors justified? The yeah, were they the a-holes? Were they the a-holes? Based on the story, I say yes. Like yeah. Based on the facts of the story. But based on my intuition and like inferring of how everyone reacted, I say no. Yeah, right. <laughs> based on the inferring and how everyone reacted, I say no. So like all the things that they mentioned, I don't think are a big enough deal to like create this kind of reaction of blocking this dude's house with a giant garbage can or dumpster can or dumpster whatever. But uh, the fact that everyone was united in hatred for this guy shows that he's doing something probably worth the hatred. Like, think about the first story, Bucket Lady. Like, if if they, like, put a dumpster so she couldn't, like, fix her fence or something like that, then we would kind of be like, yeah, she's literally, like, breaking and entering, going into yeah. the house and snooping. Like, it's kind of, like, for, for a, a day. it's a repeated, like, behavior. Repeated like, behavior. Repeated, small, annoying behavior, like... You've, you've put enough in the piggy bank of retaliation. hundred percent. I think, I think there's definitely a good, you could put up a good argument yeah. for either case. Yeah, in this I want to know what all of y'all think. So put your answers in the comments. And I think with that, that's a wrap. See you on the next one. Yeah. And guys, I'm, I'm getting my colonoscopy, uh, tomorrow. So I can't eat and I'm dying. He's dying. So I'm we're dying. I'm not hopefully literally dying. I'll find out if I'm dying after this exam. 
Our boy Sam is going to live. Put some hearts in the comments for our boy Sam. Send, send him a little love today. And we'll see Thanks. you on the next one. Peace. This is an episode from Deep Within the Archives. Time for OKOP Rewired. My cousin's creepy husband keeps hitting on me, and now they're mad that they fell for my OnlyFans scam. You know, uh, when when you're looking at OnlyFans, you might want to do your due diligence. Yeah, that's, I uh, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna and throw he, that one out there. And if you don't do your due diligence, don't go to the person that you <laughs> thought you got scanned from and be like, oh, "I thought I was gonna get naked photos of you." Oh boy, this Yikes. is uh, this is the, the, the we're at the title and we're already going downhill so quick. I, 22 female, met my cousin's husband, 24 female and 26 male, last July for their wedding. Hmm. They live several states away, so in addition to meeting him for the first time, it was also the first time I had seen my cousin in a few years. I instantly got a bad vibe from him, and he made several comments that rubbed me the wrong way. I thought I, thought I was going to say several comments about rubbing me. <laughs> I was like, yikes. Yikes. Hey, dude, trust me, it's, it's bad. Okay. He told me I seemed like a wild child, and he said he bet I was a bad girl at my college. <laughs> Who just, who says these things? I the just creepy cousins, obviously. <sighs> Since meeting him, he has followed me on Instagram and sporadically sends me reels, which I don't open, and comments odd things on my posts like, "Looking good, cousin." <laughs> <laughs> Looking sexy there, cousin. Looking bodacious with that booty, cousin. <laughs> Looking like I want to boink you, family member. Mm, <laughs> I wish we were in Mississippi because I would miss that. L- those lips. P. Mississippi. There we go. Nailed. He even DM'd me once saying, Hey, I'll be in your state this weekend on business. Dot, dot, dot. Lol. Which I never opened either. All of this definitely creeped me out, but I didn't feel like I could say anything about it because my cousin and I aren't close and I've always felt like she looks down on me because she is a devout Christian and I am not. Hey. Let your freak flag fly, baby. Yeah, it sounds like, well, well, all right. <laughs> let, let me be, let's be clear about which flag we're allowing to fly. OP, fly your flag. Creepy cousin, take that flag <laughs> fucking down. Your flag Burn is the shit. equivalent of the Confederate flag and we're burning it. And we're burning it. I feel like that's going to get some people some <laughs> political commentary for you. Fast forward a week and one of those fake accounts on Instagram popped up with some of my pictures asking for money for X-rated pictures of me. The bio was in broken English. The pictures were poorly cropped screenshots of my two most recent posts. And the cash app was a random string of numbers and letters. Seems legit. Looks legit. The account just looked very, very fake. And many of my friends sent it to me and and immediately reported the account. Of course, there was... One person that fell for this scam and one person only that person apparently was my cousin's husband. Oh my God. I then got a very long nasty DM from my cousin telling me that she had been very tolerant of my sinful lifestyle, whatever that means. But this time I had taken it too far. Oh my tolerant of her sinful lifestyle. She said she didn't care that we were family. And so long as I was posing a threat to our marriage, I was no longer welcome in their lives. A threat to... Bro, your husband is a threat to your marriage if he's like buying the OnlyFans of your cousin. Literally, it is your husband. It's 
Sweet, sweetie. I love, I love how like this. The, I, I love this logic where it's like, no, no, no. I can't be mad at my husband. No, never for looking never. at, trying to look at nudies of my cousin. Yeah, but I can get mad at my cousin for him trying to purchase nudes of my own cousin. Like, and it's not even hers. It's it's a fake account. It's a scam. I love. It. She reveals her true colors. Yeah. I calmly and politely responded that this account was not me and that I had already reported the account to Instagram to be taken down, and I apologized for the apparent disruption to her day. She responded that she didn't believe me. And she said she spites me for having such low self-esteem and would keep me in her prayers. Oh, my Stop. Bro, get out of here. Get out of your. Take her out of your prayers. Yeah. <laughs> need it. Get out of Get, me get out, out of them. there. No prayers for her. I lost it at this point. I called her stupid for falling for an account that was so obviously fake and said that her husband was such a blatant creep. It was embarrassing. She even married him. I sent screenshots of months of DMs from him that I never responded to and concluded by saying, if your marriage is so easily threatened, get a freaking divorce. Don't take your insecurities out on me. Ugh. Dude, dropping down the freaking I mean, mic. It's true. It is true, dude. That, that, this marriage ain't going to last if he's no. already flirting with your cousin like day one. Next, the sister. Oh, yeah. Shortly after, I got angry phone calls from my mom and my grandma saying my cousin made an honest mistake and that my response was cruel and unjustified. You know what's unjustified? How much this cousin's husband is flirting with OP. I, c please, can we please address an actual issue? Yeah. Please. Well, like, why, for, for once in your freaking life, Reddit. <laughs> story can you just like be normal yes. have normal characters um apparently my cousin showed everyone our messages and is humiliated by what i said i mean i mean it's kind of humiliating so i understand <laughs> yeah, yeah true and humiliating yeah um my mom is worried our relationship with that side of the family is permanently damaged and now i may not be welcome to future family gatherings because my grandma doesn't want the drama how about in uninvite this husband dude literally we're doing everything but solving the problem yeah like, husband needs to be removed this he guy is, is a creep please yeah. i really don't feel like my response was out of line but since no one else agrees with me i'm not sure so am i the a-hole op you absolutely are the a-hole you need to you know shut down your life remove yeah. yourself from your family you know, events. you need to you know, make sure that you get in charge of Instagram as the CEO so you can make sure that there are no scams offering your OnlyFans. Until until you become the CEO, CEO. of Instagram, you cannot you cannot be forgiven. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's not just... invited to a family gathering <laughs> until you're the CEO of Instagram. Move over, Marky Mark. That's right. Get out of here, Zuck Dog. Yeah, yeah. Get we got a here. new boss in town. It's actually gonna do something. Make Instagram Instagram again, <laughs> yeah, yo. Exactly. This boss ain't happy, see? Uh, what's wrong, boss? We're running low on respect. This podcast ain't got enough five-star ratings on Spotify. What do we do, boss? Yeah, boss. Yo, the one listening. Go to OKOP's profile page on Spotify. Click about and then give us five stars, capiche? They did, boss. Ah, beautiful. Now we're the most respected family in this goddamn town. Thanks, listener. You're now an honorary member of our family. Remember, we take care of our own. 